Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Kumo Majesty 9 Solus TA91. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com. It's the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to 2 Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're doing great. Doug Gottlieb Show broadcasts live every day from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com, what we get there? Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. Welcome in, kids. You know, this is, it's a good problem to have, right? Ladies, gentlemen, boys, girls, Dan Byer, John Ramos, Monsi Bolaños, Jason Stewart, all you. Like, these are good problems when you sit there and go, okay, I got a job to do. I got to talk about sports for the next three hours. And you're like, wait, two hours. The third hour is a podcast where um, Jason Stewart and I can say curse words curse words yeah do you here's this is a real quick question and sorry um uh we're broadcasting live in tyright.com studios tyright.com hope you get there on match selection fast free shipping free road as protection over ten thousand recommended installers tyright.com the way tire buying should be uh jay stew real quick do you say cuss or curse I think I've always said uh, cuss. I think I've always been a cuss guy. Yeah. Is cuss, did we just, did our generation just invent a word? Is that, right? Because we've always said cuss. Oh, he cussed you out. But you didn't, it's actually curse. I would love to know who the first person who gets credit for changing curse to cuss. Because that's definitely an our generation thing. Look that up. Research that, if you will. I am. Right as you speak. This is what's important. My point is, there is... We have, um, we could have our World Series, we'll definitely have one World Series team tonight in Houston. Rangers, every game has been won by a road team in this series. Weirdest thing ever. Weirdest thing ever. Um, and the last game seven, I believe, played in Houston, was lost by the Astros at home. And you feel like they're unbeatable at home. Weird. So you got Houston, Texas night. You got Philly taking on Arizona in Philly. 
I don't know. It doesn't feel like Philly, especially with their best pitcher on the hill, as well as they've been hitting the baseball and then at home in front of that crowd. doesn't feel like Philly's losing. But anyway, we will have, I think we'll have Philly against one of the Texas teams tonight for a World Series. And then we got Monday Night Football, which is not a great matchup. Um, but of course, there's the, the GM of the Vikings was with the Niners. He, too, is infatuated with Brock Purdy. I, by, by the way, I, I, I love that story. I've heard this today where uh, the Vikings were really interested in Brock Purdy two years ago to sign him as a free agent, but they didn't get him because the Niners drafted him in the seventh round. That is the worst BS story I've ever heard. It doesn't mean they weren't interested in signing him, but like if you really wanted a guy, you know what you could have done? Well, he was the last pick of the draft. That means you had seven rounds, seven times 32 minus one. Anybody want to do the math? Monsi, do you want to hop in on math? Seven times 30 is 210 times two. That's 14. So it's 210. It's 223. They had 223 opportunities to draft the dude. They didn't. They're like, ah, we really wanted him. But Niners took him the last pick of the draft. Like that's 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 one of those stories that when you report it as a reporter and some have today, you should stop and go like, that's kind of bull, isn't it? Yeah, that kind of is. Anyway, so we got three big, big, big games tonight, two in baseball. We had a Sunday night game, which felt like it should have been records-wise, maybe a potential Super Bowl matchup of two teams. And then you had a bunch of other stuff during the day. And then you had Saturday, Ohio State, Penn State, that was big. USC losing again, that was big. Oklahoma surviving, that was big. But let's... Let's deal with what we saw last. The Dolphins lose and the Eagles win. So who is it more about? I, I got to be the guy and say it's more about Tua. And the throws he can't make. As, as much as the Dolphins weren't great and Tua wasn't great, you're down a touchdown late, you're driving. And you flail one up into the end zone, which was short had too much air under it and just died and gets intercepted. And that becomes the game. Here's Tua after his game. It's tough when you come on the road against a really good team and you're not able to, to execute the way you expected to execute, not execute the way we wanted to execute, but you got to give props to, to those guys and their coaching staff. Uh, they did a real good job in preparing for us. There's actions off of those runs that we'd like to get. And when the run game's not going, you know, the way you would expect it to go, that uh, kind of mitigates the way we uh, run pass. And then, you know, it's, it's more of just a drop back uh, sort of game. Right. It, it, and this is what people have been saying about Tua. Okay. When they say he's a system quarterback, what they're trying to say is like, look, if you, if you let them get into the rhythm where they got you, it's sleight of hand, running one way, run the other, get rid of it quick. If you just make him into a quarterback where he's got to read it and find a way and, and thread the needle down the field, like you, that last pass is the perfect example of why he just does not have the arm, the arm talent to do it. Here's Mike McDaniel after loss. You have to feel what it's like to play such a good team on the road. Your margin for error is so small, and you know it, it, it's a it's important building block um, along your progression. 
if you're going to lose games, you want it to be um, against a really good team, and you want it to hurt. Um, and you know, there's the the collection of coaches and players um, in the locker room right now are hurting because you know they feel like they left some plays on the field for sure. Left some field uh, plays in the field. Here's a. Uh... Nick Sirianni talking about Jalen Hurts. Man, there's nobody else I'd rather be our, be our quarterback in. He 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 played his butt off tonight. He's tough. You know, y'all saw. I mean, y'all, y'all saw that he was going through or something. So he is tough. He is tough. He is tough. This game always comes down to physicality and toughness. It always. Does. Yeah, I mean, Sirianni's just basically Jalen Hurts' hype man, right? And Hurts is good. Wasn't great. Threw a pick. Uh, doesn't look like he's running as well as he ran last year. I'm not when I'm saying it's not just that they weren't as successful running the football as they were last year. Um, it's that he doesn't look like he's moving the same as he did last year, which he's not old. He hadn't taken a ton of hits, but maybe it's all the lifting, some of the bulk and then some age creeping up on it. Nonetheless, the Eagles defense is outstanding. They end up getting the win home crowd, great atmosphere, Pick yet, pick late, etc. It's all good. I just, I'm, I think that was, we know the Eagles can get there. Right? We know the Eagles can get there. Do I think the Niners are a little bit better? I do. Uh, because the Eagles have a similar type of, more probably better in terms of talent of defense. And similar level of talent of offense with the exception of a better running back and then quarterback wise different. I'm not a huge Brock Purdy guy. I think he's got a ceiling and I'm also not a huge dealer, but they're both good, but I think the surrounding cast is better. I don't know. Those two teams appear on a, on a collision course in the NFC with some others kind of throwing their names into the hat, but the dolphins, I just, we've seen them twice on the road against teams and look there's there's some there's something there about Tua now last year late in the year they went into Buffalo and they lost but he looked pretty good I just did I don't see it I don't see it at the top end there I don't think he's I don't think there or he's good enough for how they play that at some point he has to make some of these plays that I just don't feel like he's shown he can make and I, I want to be clear on this, and, and we'll kind of dive more into it in the podcast. It's weird how we cover seasons. Like, Major League Baseball, if you're a, like a mainstream fan, you don't even pay attention to it. You might just numbers, you go to a game, you kind of watch. Every once in a while, you flip on an MLB network. We don't pay attention to it. NBA starts tomorrow night. And the NBA, we do check in with the NBA. First week of the season, uh, Christmas Day. Mm, around Valentine's is when you have, you know, the all-star game. We kind of check some stuff out. And then the last couple of weeks of the season, we start to kind of, once the college NCAA tournament's over, like now we're kind of paying attention. They get the playoffs. The NFL, we want, most of us, we watch every, it's the best. It's spread out. It's only on Sundays with a couple of two exceptions. You know, we're completely up to date on everything NFL. We probably pay too much attention to the NFL. That's why we have these mass overreactions. I want to make sure not to have a mass overreaction of the Dolphins. But let's be honest. They haven't beaten any good teams. Right? They scored 70. It was against the Broncos, 
who were sending a message, probably their coaching staff, that we're just not prepared or not any good. And that thing, and it wasn't like it was 70 the whole game. It was, it spun out of control at the end of the game. Some things went bump in the night or whatever. But they're really a J.C. Jackson, if J.C. Jackson was a complete imbecile, and from losing to the Chargers, they lost to the Bills, and there's no shame in losing to the Eagles. They're really good. Plus, they're at home and it's a Sunday night. And the Eagles played well defensively and played pretty well offensively. You know, shame in it. But how good are the Dolphins, really? And last night's a great example of, and again, we're like six weeks in the season. We're not six weeks, season. We're seven weeks in the season. They're good. They're fun. They're fast. But it's not a Super Bowl team. Again, doesn't mean can't become, but it does feel like he's a bit of a limiting factor. And he has been really good at times this year. And he's really good for what they do. But if you can get them off track of what they like to do and make them just stand back there and have to progression read or throw balls deep or deep outside the numbers, like it doesn't get there. There's just no other way. The, the Miami Dolphins can post as many videos of him throwing long passes in the preseason as they want to. In the real games, those balls died deep. It just died. This is from Peter King's column today. The Dolphins are 5-2. and two. They're 5-0 and oh against teams that are combined 8-25. and 0-2 oh against the Bills and Eagles. Buffalo and Philadelphia combined have beaten Miami by 42 points. Is Miami a nice wild card playoff loser making progress with miles to go before they sleep? It's time for the real Dolphins to stand up. They play Kansas City in Germany in 13 days. This show is brought to you by, that was by Peter King's call today. This show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your boat uh, RV, ATV, and more. All your protection in just one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. I got to pay off the tease, by the way. Um, the word cuss is an Ooh. Americanized version of curse. Yeah. First acknowledged uh, uh, by a dictionary in 1815. Really? So we just, yeah, we just took curse and started saying cuss. Cuss. And then acknowledged by our dictionary. We just, we just, we completely Americanized, bastardized uh, the King's English. Is that, is that what we did? Sure. Okay. Coming up next, Monty, do you like in the shows that you watch, do you like house flipping shows? Jay Stu, I know. That's fine. I was, I was just about to say that. I think that Monty and I share this. We've never owned a house and those house, those house building shows kind of entail some interest in it. Like, God, oh, I've done this before or I'll do it someday. So, Okay, well, I like the, I like the house flipping shows, okay. But there's something if you, uh, and maybe this this will be a good lesson for you guys. This will be really really good. I've, I've lived in. Let me see how many houses. I'm gonna do the. Well, I'll do the math afterwards. I lived in a lot of houses, so I know what it's like to redo your own house or to buy a buy a house that's been redone or buy a. You can people can buy flips and your vacation home and the you know the weekend home. Yeah. I do not have a vacation home or a weekend home. Um, uh, and uh, Lorena, are are you, 
Are you a house? Do you watch house flipping shows? I do watch house flipping shows, but I'm also a homeowner, so I don't know if that categorizes us into a different segment here. You know? Did she just did she just humble brag on you guys? Is I did. She just Definitely did. did. She just, yep. She just uh, her nose just tilted up just a little. She just flexed. That's what she did. Good. So me and Lorena, we'll we'll share a common bond here. You guys will learn what college football program is learning the lessons of buying a flipped house. That's a tease, huh? I mean, you send the Marconi to, to, I'll give you my address off here. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Stug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. We're in the final stretch to get tickets to horse racing's biggest moments of the year. The world's best are headed to Santa Anita for the Breeders' Cup World Championships on November 3rd and 4th. The countdown begins now. Get tickets today at breederscup.com. It's going to be fun. Fun weekend there. Come out to L.A. Check it out. Um, so this is actually a really, really good time. Charles Robinson will join us. He covers the NFL for Yahoo Sports. He's awesome. Uh, that'll be four or five minutes away. So USC loses at home. Um, and if you followed USC football, though they have Caleb Williams, who won the Heisman Trophy and was up until, you know, the Notre Dame loss, still a favorite to win the Heisman Trophy again, USC loses at home. And it's not as stunning that they lose on a last second field goal to Utah. They were actually down a couple of touchdowns late, down two touchdowns in the third quarter. Late in the third quarter, came back, scored two touchdowns, may have scored a bit early, minute 49 to go, but Utah had three timeouts anyway. Utah marches down the field and kicks a field goal as time expires, wins the game. There have been plenty of people who have pointed out USC's defense is just not good enough. It's ranked 107th in the country. Their offensive line has struggled to block. They haven't run the ball particularly well, and... I would tell you that Caleb Williams has played way too much hero ball, both from the knowledge of things that I know that have gone on and you just watch it be like, "Mm, why'd that happen? Hero ball. 
so there's plenty of people that'll sit there and go, wow, Lincoln Riley, he's, he, he's not good enough. He doesn't care about defense. He just wants to score points and draw it up in the dirt and whatever. And I, I love Oklahoma football fans because Oklahoma football fans now are puffing out their chest like, ha, we're so much better off. Meanwhile, you barely beat Central Florida this weekend. But okay. May have been the best thing to happen to Oklahoma football. I don't know. But Lincoln Riley was handpicked by Bob Stoops. And Bob Stoops has forgotten more about football than all of us know combined. Anyway, I, I just, it's really interesting. You were, why were you so mad that he left if you didn't think he was any good? <laughs> right? But what they've done at USC amounts to a quick flip. People forget that two years ago they won four games. They're an abject disaster. And then Lincoln Riley takes the job after previously most people thought he'd turn it down. He takes the job. They take on like 40 transfers. They Basically what Colorado did this year, they did last year. Bring it over. Same thing. Head coach brings his quarterback. His quarterback is much better than the surrounding cast and carries them to wins they probably wouldn't get otherwise. But it, this is like a word to the wise of people who go and buy a quick flip or buy a house that's been redone. This is a, a personal thing, but I think most people will take. Now, the downside of doing it yourself is, well, you either pay, pay a general contractor and everything costs a ton more, and you have to live through the remodel, and you never know if a sub is going to show up or not going to show up. You got all this other stuff to deal with, and then, you know, you change your mind. It's just going to add... You don't, whereas if you buy something that someone else redid, they probably hired a designer, they handled all that stuff, they lived through the remodel, and you're just buying a finished product. Granted, it's probably been a little lived in, unless it's a flip. A flip is a redone house. It's like walking into a brand new house, and there's an upcharge, whatever they, however much they redid the house is probably 2x is what they're charging you in relationship to when they bought the house. That's how it works. But here's the story of a quick flip. And anybody who's bought a flipped house will tell you, like, you have no idea who did the work. You don't know who the subs are. People can tell you, like, I know the contractor did this. It doesn't matter. You know, whatever the budget is. Hey, we're only going to spend 50, paint everything white, redo some kitchen stuff, throw in a new fridge, throw in a new oven, and let's get the hell out of here and let's make some money. You know, redo the yard, cut some stuff out. You see all these, these shows... And what happens is you're at some point you, you can't, if you're flipping the house, you're not going to put the best of the best in. You're not going to spend detail every moment on every detail. Just get it cleaned up. Get it looking nice. It, the location and, and done sells. But then the wainscoting isn't quite right. It doesn't lay flat against the wall. You know, if you get down on your hands and knees, a redone floor, the nails may not be, you know, if it's a wood floor, they not, may, might not be perfect. Right? A lot of times you live in a quick flip and then year two, you're like, how come there's wood rot? How come this is leaking? How come this isn't perfect? Because you're not buying a brand new house. You're buying one that was flipped. That's what's happened to USC. They got it looking all pretty. They got him winning games. They got Caleb Williams. He wins the Heisman Trophy. You're feeling good about yourself. You're still going to win 10, 11 games. But the offensive line isn't as good. The defense still stinks. A lot of holes in it. Because the only way to do it right is to do it yourself, is to gut it to the studs and start over. But that takes time. Time and patience. 
who has time and patience anymore. We'll see if Charles Robinson has uh, patience. He's been patiently waiting on hold. Senior NFL writer for Yahoo Sports, co-host of Zero Blitz podcast. You can find it wherever you download pods. Stinking Bill Belichick, Charles, he does this again. I just, the guy, he's too good a coach to help himself out as a general manager, right? They go and win yesterday, which huge coaching win, and they bounce back against the Buffalo Bills. But it, it makes me think they're going to win seven games and they'll have to draft in the middle of the first round yet again. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely feels like uh, they're in that, I don't know, velvet rut where you're a, little, you're a little below 500, you're a little above 500. You never really can get out of it because you can't. Um, sometimes you have to lose your way to the premium player that you need. And I don't think there's any question at least from my vantage, I, I don't think Mac Jones is anything but a, what, third tier? I mean, like a, a bottom 12 starter in the NFL if he's a starter. Um, I don't think that's going to change. And when you look at the personnel around him, um, it's not like it's just a Mac Jones problem. I mean, it's a it's a extensive problem across the depth chart. And like you said, I mean, it, it was funny heading into this game, you know, someone, I was talking to somebody and, uh, in the league and the GM and, you know, he said, they're going to lose the next two. Right. And I, and I was like, I, I doubt it. I'm like, this is what typically happens. You, you, you stare at the schedule and you go, well, they're, they're one in five. Now they're going to go one in seven because of the, you know, a couple tough games on the schedule. I'm like, no, this is when they, this is when he does what he does. And he, he wins a game that you don't expect. And um, maybe they find some traction, but it's, I, you know, how long are we going to do this with, with, uh, it, it, it's, I'll ask you if, let's say this is a, it looks like a multi-year rebuilding project, right? Sure. So yep. let's, let's say it's two, three years to do this. Bill's going to be, what, we're getting at 75 at that point. You know, I mean, um, you tell me, are you, are you in for this? If you're a Patriots fan, are you in for this? If you're Robert Kraft, is that, is that really what you're, you're trying to do here, retool it, you know, under Bill, and then and then what? And then what? I, I just, I don't see this being a quick turnaround for, for well, the Patriots. Uh, in any it's, way, it's, it's super weird, though, right, where the report came out yesterday that he'd signed a multi-year extension. Like, yeah. I, how come that wasn't reported, like, months ago when it was supposedly done? Well, uh, okay, so I've at, and I've asked this repeatedly of – high-end agents who it's their stock and trade to represent coaches and to know what coaches are making and to know the details in, in contracts. And I got the same exact answer this week or last week as I've, as I've gotten every single time I've asked about Bill Belichick. The exact word-for-word answer, it's the best-kept secret in the last 10 years in the NFL. Like, no one ever knows the exact details of what Bill's contract, uh, what they are. No one knows what the exact you know, pay amount is. And I, even that report to me, it's, it's so lacking in detail that we don't know. Okay. Lucrative multi-year extension. Well, what if it was two years? What if Bill's contract actually ended after the 2022 season? We just don't know it. You know, what if Bill's been doing a series of two-year extensions every two years? We don't, literally that could be happening and we have no clue. Um, and I tell you that because I go to the people who do these deals and have databases of coaching contracts and, um, 
you know, need to use that as a leverage point, and none of them have finite details on exactly what Bill's, you know, getting and the length of the deals and the money. So I don't even know if that's, to me, realistic that he signed beyond 2024. If, if that, by the way, if that report is correct, that it was a lucrative multi-year um, extension, I I take it with a grain of salt. I, I, at any point, Robert Kraft can walk away from Bill Belichick, you know, whenever he feels the need to do so. I, I don't think the report of Bill having signed a, an extension truly means that there's a commitment there by Robert Kraft to hang on to this guy for a number of years. If they finish 3-14, and 14, I think Robert Kraft is going to sit there and think to himself long and hard about, am I going to have Bill you know, at the controls all by himself again for another you have a monster amount of, of money to spend in free agency? They, they might have a top-five pick. Um, you know, you're gonna let you're gonna do that again? Or are you gonna force a GM on him? Are you going to I think force more staff changes? Every, everybody thinks they're gonna force a GM on him, right? That's like that's that's a viable next step because this is that's the uh, end, though. Th- th- this is a this is a personnel issue more than anything. Like we can't. But don't you think that. that's the end, Doug? Doug, don't you think that's the end for him? If if they say we're we're forcing a general manager on you, don't you think for Bill Belichick that's the that's the uh, Wayne Heisinger, Don Shula. Hey, coach, you got to make staff changes. And coach says, "Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. So I'm just going to go ahead and retire here because I'm not. I'm not willing to let you pick my my coaching staff." Isn't that what would happen? I assume that Bill's not going to sit there and, and go, "Yeah, go ahead and plug a GM in uh, who who I answer to or who answers to you but doesn't answer to me." I think there's a way. I think there's a way. I, I do. I really? think there's a yeah. I I think because there's enough Patriots guys that have gone elsewhere that you could bring back, and I, I again, and that would it would come down to it, would Bill accept it and would Kraft accept it as well? Right. I think there's a way to get a Patriot guy, but somebody that does answer to the owner, and they work together because they they just they don't have good enough players. They just don't, and and some of it is they've never been bad. That's kind of my, my been my point the whole time. It's like just just lose games, and you can, but you you can't do it fighting. And, and you're not good enough at drafting anyway. Let alone no one's. It's it the the hit rate gets lower with every draft pick that you know you you get the from from fifteen to twenty gets worse. Like. I, I do think there's a way. Um, I got a bunch of other things. Charles Robinson joining us here from Yahoo Sports. Uh, he has the, it's the same great podcast. It's just now called Zero Blitz. So download Zero Blitz. You can know everything that's going on inside the National Football League. Of course, the senior NFL writer for Yahoo Sports. Um, okay, what about the Bills on the other hand? Like, in and of itself, snapshots, one game, it's in New England. Team that had to win a game, they find a way to win a game. But... They have a virtuoso against the Dolphins, followed up by they right. go overseas in a stinker against the Jaguars. Okay, the Jaguars were there for a week. Got it. Come back, really survive. Sh- could have lost to the Giants. That, that should have been pass interference in the last play of the game. It's the Giants, and they're at home. And then you lose to New England. What's wrong with the Bills? Well... Okay, so I, I think defensively, you know, there's not consistency in in creating turnovers. There's not, I don't think, you know, from one game to the next, the pass rush is as consistent as maybe they would like it to be. Um, I think offensively, when I watch Bill's games, I, I, I swear to God, I, I really do think it is, you know, you lose an offensive coordinator who goes on and becomes a head coach elsewhere, and then Josh Allen, 
reverts back to this when they're not and they don't run the ball particularly well they definitely don't run it consistently um and then he reverts back to just i mean go back and watch that new england game there's a number of passes where you're like what are you doing like i'm almost now i'm I'm to the point where when he starts coming out of the pocket and you shouldn't feel this way about josh allen you're expecting he's gonna throw it into a town hall meeting like he's he's there's going to be three guys and he's going to throw it right in the middle of them. Like it's it's he's had some interception luck already where he's had picks drop. Um, I you know I, I don't again I don't know if this just goes back to the change at coordinator and you know there him him not really rising to the level of where he was at prior to this. Um, I don't know if it's because they've never figured out how to consistently run the ball and and, and try to play complementary football on that end of it, but it's this roller coaster that they're on now, it, it just feels like the same roller coaster um, that we've seen really since they lost in that 13 second span to, to, you know, Kansas city. I, I, I don't think they've ever like recovered from that. That's how I feel like they've never fully recovered. I, as a I agree. Like, like I, they I, had that window and, and we didn't know that, that <laughs> the window, as soon as Stefan Diggs, that stuff started happening. I was like, uh Oh, like, did they already miss the window? Like, are we already coming out of the window? I, I don't. I don't this? think. I don't think people understand what that does to you. I would contend. Look, there's a lot of things going on with the Chargers, but I would contend that they can still have that hangover from the Jacksonville game, right? Yep. Like it. It just you don't. What happened, ends up happening? You don't trust your coaches. You don't trust each other. You know, and oh, I, I think you're definitely right about the Chargers. I, oh, what a mess! Like, because and and here's what I think's happened, and 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 I'll just I think you know this, but I if, I, if you don't, don't worry about it. I'm actually a Charger fan. I know a bunch of the staffers, whatever. And what's happened like the last two weeks is Herbert's missed a couple of explosive plays that he hasn't yeah. missed previously yeah. in his career. Throws he doesn't miss. Yep, no, doesn't doesn't miss. And what it does is one, it's like man, is he regressing? The other part is it shows how much he's covered up in the past because he makes. He's made every throw. Now he doesn't make every throw, and now they're kind of a disaster. I mean, as yet, yesterday was a mess, complete mess against a Chiefs team that's okay, but the, yeah. the Chiefs had guys running wide open in the first half, wide open. Yeah. No, I mean, I, the Chiefs are look. They're they're probably a little bit better offensively than than maybe we gave them credit for in terms of getting beyond Kelsey and some of the pieces and parts and that mix. I mean, it's a soup of wide receivers after that. It's like you, you're kind of looking at the same version of, it's you know. Great, like that's a great line, by the way. Or, it's a great line. It's a soup, of, a soup of wide receivers. I'm definitely stealing that one. That was a good one. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what they are. You know, you're like, yeah, these ingredients all kind of look the same. Once you get past Travis Kelsey and then, but that's where the quarterback matters. I don't, you know, the Chargers for me, I was alarmed when Staley came out early in the season, and he said, there's no carryover from the Jacksonville loss. And I'm like, I don't know how you can say that as a head coach, because it's just not true. That's just not true. You, you, you don't, this idea of it's a, new se- it's a new season, and we've, no, it's not. It's not, oh, there's always carryover. From one year to the next, there's always carryover. There's always institutional memory. And, and coaches, there's, they surely do not believe that. They surely do not believe that there are not players in the locker room who begin questioning after a loss like that, and then when they kind of see, see some of the same hallmarks the next season, they see they, they're looking at the defense. And they're going, why are we not? We have a defensive wizard, you know, who, as, a, as a coordinator and a, and a position coach who, who became a head coach, and, and we can't, for the life of us, get it together consistently on defense. And it's not for lack of talent. We can keep blaming injuries and all this other stuff. But um, 
it's just there, there's no way there's not hangover. And and I think you're exactly right about about Herbert. He starts to miss these passes where we're like, oh, that's not that's not normal. That's that that guy always makes it. But when that starts to happen, as you said, it doesn't cover up for for. I mean, you, you don't have a guy who's keeping you competitively in games the way that he has in the past. Uh, it's a slippery slope, and I, I just I, I I don't know what's going to change here. Like I I, I love Staley, I, I love listening to Staley. I love the idea of Staley. I love Staley as a coordinator, and for whatever reason, it is just not happening for him as head coach. Charles, great stuff. Zero Blitz is the podcast. Pick it up. Read his work. Yahoo Sports. You're the best, Charles. Thanks for joining us on Fox Sports Radio. All right, we're going to talk again when, when that GM gets hired for Bill, and, and we're going we're gonna to reprise this conversation. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated by it. I, I, it'll, be, it'll be interesting. That's Charles Robinson. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What up with you? Fox Sports Radio, Doug Gottlieb Show. Broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com. Hope you get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com. It's the way tire buying should be. Welcome in. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Great second hour of the show. TJ Hushmanzada will join us. Um, a first ballot Hall of Famer is on the mound tonight. But... Does he still have the juice to win a big road game to go to the World Series? We'll discuss that upcoming. Mm, 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 mm. Um, hmm. Okay, I got a bunch of things I'm going to get to here. You know, this is one of those weekends where, depending on where your allegiances lie, your favorite sport, you know, or maybe not your favorite October sport, and it's weird because I like football. I, I think the NFL is easier to watch and to cover, but it's weird. Like if you say you're a football fan, like, well, you're an NFL fan or an, a college fan. Like, why can't you like both? It's this, it's different levels, but the same sport. But we'll divide it up into three sports. You got NFL, college football, and of course, major league baseball, huge weekend. 
So what we'd like to do on Monday is to share our own thoughts for things that we loved and things that we hate of the weekend. We call it... What did you love? God, I love you. And what did you hate? Meet these player haters. Hmm. Okay. I will... Uh, I'll, I'll, can I start? Why can't I start? Um, I'm going to start with... I just... I love that we finally had some real October baseball. Right? Real October baseball. Obviously, game five of Phillies, Arizona wasn't that. I mean, Phillies just mashed Arizona pitching. Mashed it. And Zach Wheeler was incredible. But that was, you know, that's like a real start in the postseason where Zach Wheeler, seven innings, eight strikeouts. Meanwhile, you know, Schwarber hits another home run. Uh, Bryce Harper, Real Muto hit a home run. But if you, you look back, at Friday night, we had two incredible um, NLCS, ALCS championship series games. Houston wins five to four, and Arizona comes back to win six to five. Those games were, I just, I love October baseball, and Friday night was just that. I agree. How do you, how do you pronounce the uh, Garcia's first name, Monty? Adolis. Adolis Garcia. Adolis. I've, I've never seen, especially in the postseason, I've never seen a guy pimp a home run like that. I know. I, I, I just, I have a question here. Like, um, and, and names are different, right? Names you have to try and give the right emphasis to right syllable. Um, but there are sometimes like, well, do we have to go? It's like if you say Uruguay when it's really Uruguay. Right? That was pretty but, good. Right, but <laughs> but but how come we do this selectively? We'll use the correct pronunciation. Sometimes we will not. Yeah, anybody that done on anybody? All right, I'm sorry. Anyway, go ahead, Jay Stewart. I think what do you got? the short answer to that is that you know English is the prevailing language of this country, so we often people like me like gringo eyes uh, Spanish words. So I've been calling them Adelis for a couple of years now. So. Okay, what's your what's your love and hate? What's All right, so this is what I love. Um, this guy on the uh, Chicago Bears, the quarterback for the Bears, is an amazing story. Um, D two guy. Yeah, Tyson Bagent. No, Bagent. That's like what Bajent. I meant. Bagent. Yes. So I'm doing real good on names today. <laughs> so not only does he um, does he win the game for the Bears yesterday over a bad Raiders team, but I was just kind of doing a deep dive on Wikipedia about the guy. Deep dive. Um, he says that if he wasn't playing football, he would be like, he says, CrossFit my life away. Just get as ripped and jacked as I possibly could and be a teacher at my old high school, <laughs> which is really cool. And then he said something after the game yesterday, which is like, to me, uh, when you do these like platitudes saying like, you know, you could do anything if you just put your mind to it. That's like an empty thing. I, that's not true. I think everybody has limitations, and you can't do anything you put your mind to. But he said something very relatable. This is what he said. Don't ever let anyone's opinion stop you from chasing what you want, which to me tells me that a lot of coaches and people on the way have said, look, you're a decent player at this level, but maybe start thinking about what you want to do after high school. You're CrossFit. And he's like, screw that. And he went out and he beat the Raiders yesterday. I love that. He also uh, had like 50 people and his family there. That's a lot of pressure on you, isn't it, Doug, to put 50 of your family and friends in the stands and you don't have no idea how you're going to play? I mean, yeah. I, I mean, there's no more pressure than you're starting an NFL game. Sure. I mean, it, it doesn't. 
I, I don't. I honestly, I, I don't think that matters when you're playing an NFL game. Come on, Sean. We got to do better than that, please. <laughs> no, I'm just being. I'm just being honest. Like I don't I, know. I think a lot of people they're looking at you. You better. Yeah, you better but there's play seventy. Well. Th- there's seventy. Yeah, but they're I, not your family and friends, though. But there's no more. No added pressure. It's not like it's the first time his parents have ever seen him play. Right. It's not like he's 18. Like he's played Division Two football. He made the team, but it's. It like I again, and maybe this is my mentality. There's already going to be pressure on you because you're starting your first game. Your Division Two kid is supposed to be Justin Fields' team, whatever. Like there, you don't feel any more pressure. You feel pressure, and you got to play through it. Uh, what do you love, John? I'll let you, Lorena's uh, uh, on the ones and Tuesday. We'll let you get in with what you love this weekend. I love the fact you that- love that terrible spot. Well, that, I, I don't love that, but I, I'm not going to use that. Jason told me about that would be easy one, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to use that because the Rams blew that game way before that play happened. They did not play a good second half, so I'm not going to say that was a determining factor. It was a horrible spot, but I'm not going to go there. Okay. Okay. What, uh, you love? what I love is the fact that it took four games, right? Four games for Taylor Swift and Brittany Holmes to have their own hand- handshake. <laughs> That's uh, that's how much they have bonded in four games. It's incredible. I love it. I love the fact that they they are so tight that they created their own handshake with each other uh, to be seen by everybody. That's unbelievable. What do we make of that? What do we? They had two two runs at it, right? Two touchdowns and two separate celebrations, or was it just the one? I only saw the one, but I also okay. wasn't paying attention. That so it, it did look rehearsed, though. They did, they went over that. It looks like they had practiced that. Yes, it was also a simple handshake. I could teach this to Lorena in five seconds. All right, it was let's an do it. easy handshake. Why are you such a hater? I'm not hating. Everybody was like, "Oh, they had to practice that." Yo, they probably did it ten minutes no, ago. No, they, they looked like they hadn't practiced it because, like, she was talking. <laughs> yes. Taylor was talking her through it. But that, that's what I was saying. I was like, it was such a simple handshake, and everybody made it seem like, "Oh, look at what they're doing in their free time." Yeah, they probably literally just did that. It was a very simple handshake. By the way, don't you think that the the best thing, Doug, for Brittany Holmes has been Taylor Swift? Yeah. Because she was in a doghouse, wasn't she, for a lot of things? Like, she's oh. just annoying. <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't know about that, but just in general. No, so she's now, annoying. Yeah, so she's, now she's I mean, even when, you watch the, even when you watch the quarterback, the quarterback uh, show from last year, you're like, I don't know. She's like, Pat comes across as like the nicest... You know, most understanding guy, and she comes across as like, "Ooh, she's a lot. She's like, it's uh, <laughs> she's a lot." I actually changed. She made me like her a little bit after quarterback. I don't dislike her. I don't dislike I just, her either, but I, I did think she was annoying. I'm with you, 100. percent I liked her a little bit better. I was like, "Oh, she just really loves her husband like that." She's just really supportive, even though it comes off annoying. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Lorena, what do you got? What'd you love this weekend? Um, technically, John stole mine. I was going to say I love seeing seeing Taylor Swift have such a good time this weekend. Like she looks more like a human to me. She now. always looks like she has a good time, though. Yeah, but now she, she looks always human. looks like she has a good time, and then she's surprised when she wins an award at an award show. Yeah, like this oh my god, I can't believe I won again. <laughs> Wasn't she the one that got the award at the Grammys that Kanye got up yes. on stage and said yes. she didn't deserve it? Yeah, yes, yeah. that was a class move. Uh, Monty, what'd you love from this weekend? So I'm actually with you, Doug. I loved game four of the NLCS on Friday just because I really thought the Phillies would cruise past the Diamondbacks, especially if they were up in the game. So to see this kind of like Cinderella story where they came from behind to win that, I was so into it. I was like, you guys go. You go. None of us believed in you. You go. Uh, Okay, let's get the other side. Let's get something you hated 
from the weekend. Hated from the weekend. I'll start with you, Jason Stewart. Something you hated because you're the resident hater. So yesterday, yeah, there was a lot to hate, but th- yesterday I was annoyed <laughs> by this because um, it looks like the, the referees made themselves the stories in at least three games yesterday. Even Belichick, after the win, had a comment about that. That was just a strangely refereed game, what we just saw. Um, the most maybe uh, alarming one was against John's Rams when the Steelers quarterback was well short of a first down and they gave him a first down. And then you look at the other play in the Colts-Browns game, the ball was clearly uncatchable and they call it a PI in the end zone and that literally cost the Colts the game against the Browns. Anytime a referee kind of um, inserts themselves into the story. Sure. Like when we read a recap, we don't need to, to read about the referee. That's bad for any sport. So that's what um, I hated yesterday. Okay. Lorena, do you have something you hated from the weekend? Shockingly, I do kind of have something I hated. Um, isn't it true that Travis Kelsey got way more points when Taylor's watching up in the stands than he would on a regular basis? Does this mean that he's not playing to his full potential every time he's on the field? <laughs> He's, he's no, not he, doing a good job without just, her there. He's stepping up oh. more. Stepping up. He's leveling up. Leveling so he's up. Doing leveling up, as the kids say. If I was his coach, I'd be like, ah. Oh. No, Andy Reid's like, Taylor can come around anytime she wants. <laughs> anytime. He For literally real. said that. We can pull the tape. He said it at the press conference. John Ramos, you something, you, something you hated from the weekend. I hated the fact that USC did not make their team available for media and press mm. conference after the game, after they lost to Utah. I know it's tough to lose, Doug. We've all lost in games and are growing up, and you've lost in games in the Final Four, but we come on. You can't just make your team unavailable after they lose a game. That was kind of crappy and stupid, don't you think? I I agree. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I I, I don't. I've I've reached out to a couple of my friends to figure out what's behind that, and yeah, I don't I don't I don't know. I I, I think it's all the negativity, but um, I actually could have said I loved USC losing because all the USC <laughs> alums and fanboys around here just lost their mind and they moved on to okay Lakers season Lakers season starts this week huh? Lakers season that's what it is Dodgers Lou are out USC's out Lakers season because they're all that's that's same same guy same guy um I'll tell you what 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 I hated uh, I hate that Oklahoma State screwed around the start of the year. And playing three quarterbacks, playing three running backs. And because they lost those early games, nobody's paying attention to this kid, Ollie Gordon. Again, here's, I'll give you how I know no one's paying attention to it. Had you guys ever heard the name Ollie Gordon? Jay Stu, do you know what Ollie Gordon did on Saturday? Negative. Monsi? Nope. Okay. Remember, Monty has a show, does this for a living. I'm not, listen, and I'm not, I'm not in any way talking ish about you, Monty. It's because it's a five and two team. They're not ranked. Hey, Ollie Gordon had 29 carries for 282 yards and four touchdowns. 29 carries for 282 yards. That's running the football as a running back. And literally because they lost a couple of games and nobody ever talked about it. It's nuts. The kid is awesome. Um, he's leading the Big 12 in rushing by like 158 yards, and he barely ha- carried the ball the first couple games of the season. I just hate the fact that we move on from teams in college football once they lose two games. 
All right, that's it for love and hate. Did we miss anybody? We got everybody, right? Everybody. No, Monsi needs to give us some hate. Oh, Monsi, do you have any hate? Yes, have- I okay. hate how clutch Jose Altuve is. I absolutely hate that he steps up in big how moments. Does that, how does it make sense that a dude 5'2 can hit a baseball right. that right. No far. spotlight is too big for this guy who is my size. I don't understand. It is so frustrating when he hit that go-ahead homer in game five, and he didn't even pound his fist. He didn't even celebrate. He did it like he's been there before. For, and I hate it. Well, I he hate didn't, it. He didn't want to pound his chest because he didn't want that buzzer to go off. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that one. Thank, uh. thank, thank, thank you very much. Uh, this show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. You know what's funny is like everybody keeps saying like move on from the Taylor Swift things. And here like Lorena had two things. Ramos had something on it as well. Like it's it's a thing. Just enjoy the ride. It's like the Colorado deal, right? With Colorado football. Like, should we have talked about it as much? Probably not, but it was a thing for a period of time. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.